what up? It's your boy. Uh, I wanted to do a precap before I started the show off. Um, this was a idea I came up with at the spur of the moment. It is a random, tender Valentine's Day date. Um, it takes place in my crib. It was last minute. Really wasn't nothing I could do about it. But uh, my guest, she was dope. It didn't take her too long to uh, open up. And uh, it's a couple dope stories in there, man. Um, you know, people who travel the country have some unique stories. So give it a listen. Let me know how you feel. Give me some feedback. Yeah. So did you put on any special patties tonight? I don't mean to be so abrasive, but... I got the granny panties on. Mm, my type. With the chastity lock. The oh. I got the belt on right now. Clank, clank. That's oh, what Medea say. <laughs> clank, clank, We're going to see how smooth I am. What time is it? I'll give her to 12 o'clock, y'all. He's bumpy. He's talking about smooth. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> What you rate my smoothness on the one to ten? Negative two. Oh. <laughs> That's where you throwing I my swag. You, you bumpy. What's that mean, bumpy? Not smooth. Shit. <laughs> smoothest nigga out here. These niggas ain't fucking with me. Your it's your boy Robbie Dean. Back with another one of those fire-ass episodes of Mi Blanc Amigo. And today, I have a beautiful tender date in the house. What is your name? My name is Destiny. And people call me Destiny. Destiny. Where are you from, Destiny? I'm from the 757. And what is that? Virginia, Norfolk. What part? Norfolk. What is that? The north, the south, east? It's like right before you get to Virginia Beach. That's what most people know about the beach. So it's like connected. Hmm. And I want to know, what made you swipe right to come in here to walk into this podcast that you knew nothing about? You tricked me. I tricked you. Yep. I tricky. I feel like I was bamboozled into this. <laughs> <laughs> explain to <laughs> explain to the people what do you mean? No, I didn't know it's gonna be like a podcast setup date, but you know, it's Exposed. the first time for everything, so it's cool. So, how old are you? I will be twenty four in a couple months. Twenty four. I remember those days. Oh <laughs> How old you think I am? Mm, you're not 30, maybe. You know, between 25 and 28, maybe. I'm 28. Yeah. So, yeah. If you had to rate this on all of your Valentine's Day dates within the first, what is this? Say, including you pulling up and us having a pre-conversation, ten minutes. Where would you rank this date out of all your Valentine's Day <laughs> dates? Uh, um, you know, I mean, if it's an F, it's an F. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's different. So, I mean, a number. 
A 7.5. Mm. Let's say a 7.5. Mm. That boy be pulling them jumps. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you kind of sound white, so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I want you to let the people I'm know. Fucking dead. Okay. <laughs> Give them, you know, your little background raising. Did you go to some white schools, some black schools? Elementary, okay. middle, high, you know, break it down. Okay, so basically, so I'm from Virginia. I'm from the hood, like the projects. Like, really? my mom, like, she was on some crazy street shit. But when I was 12, I moved to upstate New York mm. in a small town called Bath, about 5,500 people, one elementary, one middle, one high, all connected, private school. If you went to the school and you lived in that town, you paid for school, basically. So, yeah, because my mom had went to prison, so I had moved there with my dad. So I was around all white people. It was me and a couple, and I mean couple by two, maybe three mm. other black people. So, yeah, I lost the country accent because I was up there for about five and a half years. So, yeah. Oh, that's, this that's, is a New York accent filtering over a country it's accent. It's not even New York because it's upstate. So I was like five hours away from the city. Like I was an hour from the Canada border. Mm. So I wasn't even nowhere near the city. You so been I to Toronto? In, no. Ooh. Niagara Falls was the part of Canada that was close. Niagara Falls. That's That's in America, right? So, a part of Niagara Falls is in the States, and then the other side is in Canada. It literally mm, sits on the border. Mm. So, yeah, part of the falls is in the States, though. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead that you just said that. What, you sound like a white girl? Yes. I mean, you sound proper. I hear that shit. So but you much. look like Tiffany Haddish, though. That's a compliment. <laughs> I like Tiffany Haddish. She's pretty to me. Yeah, she cute. Anyway, are you are you comfortable with speaking on your mother? Yeah. What's up with that? And so my mom, the reason why she finally went to the feds was, so my mom, she was basically like a kingpin mm. where we lived. Like, if you see her, my mom's Irish and black. So she's mm. very light-skinned, hella freckles, like reddish-brown hair, big-ass afro, Short, she looks like innocent, like like she she you would never think that she was into the crazy shit she was in basically, but she just hung around a bunch of hood niggas like yeah. so she started selling drugs, I mean ecstasy, weed, anything you need, like she had the pack always, and then she started running in, up into people's homes. Mm. That was the first thing, and then she started robbing banks, and that's when she got caught robbing a bank. And she was Damn. on the run for a couple weeks. And SWAT had ran up in our house. I was 12, yeah. So she went to prison. And then she got out. And I moved back to Virginia when I was 17. Graduated high school there. She started trying to raise me. But I was already grown doing my own thing. So we always bumped heads. So when we moved to Charlotte together, um, yeah, I moved out, like, less than a month later. Mm. But we're cool now, like. That's my nigga now, but <laughs> yeah, we done been through a lot. Now, you said SWAT ran up in there. You was there? Yeah, me and my little sister. She's six years younger than me, so she's about to be 18 this year. So, yeah, I was 12, she was six. 
I need you to paint that picture. Honestly, like... Hold on, hold on. Before you explain, I want you to, like, movie scene it. Like, uh, what? how calm was the crib before the shit happened, during, and after? It's funny. So, okay, here's the scene. Basically, my mom had just gotten a motorcycle accident. Yeah, she had a motorcycle. She got in a motorcycle accident because she basically saw the cops and she got nervous and she started speeding and somebody smacked her, clean off the motorcycle, scarred all the way up, fucked up. We were all sitting in the house and my mom was in the process of changing her bandages. I think I was braiding my little sister's hair, putting in ponytails or some shit. And my mom's like changing her bandages. And then we just hear boom, 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 like, like, like you said, like a movie scene, like some crazy shit. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like basically a blur after that. My godmom had to come get me and my little sister. They put my mom on the ground and she was just like yelling like, I got bruises, like I got bruises. She just kept saying that. She had like open wounds, like mm. that shit was wicked. And uh, she just kept yelling like, y'all are really hurting me, like I have bruises. And then, you know, me and my sister were crying, blah, blah, blah. And we just like off to the side. Then yeah, they take her, we go sit at my neighbor's house. And then my godmom comes, and then I go to New York. What year was this? 06. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, I was down here living life, leaning and rocking like nothing was going on. I was 12 years old. Damn. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, you're in New York. <clears throat> How big of a difference was the culture shock to you? Because I remember transferring from Independence High School to Butler High School, which was a 75% black school to a 75% white high school. And I remember adjusting to that difference in two months. So how big of a difference was that adjustment to you going to New York? The adjustment was crazy, but I feel like I was so young that it wasn't as bad. Like, I wasn't a teenager. I wasn't in high school. Like, I was, you know, barely in middle school. So, it was rough at first just because I didn't have my mom. Yeah. Like, not having that. You know, that one protector. I never lived with my dad. So, in a sense, he was a perfect stranger. And then he was with my stepmom. Crazy white lady. It's mm. another story, you know. And just going to a private school and just, like, everyone's like the community is so close like white people like they're so close it's crazy like families like you can hear a last name and you know everybody in that family is like connected you know they're all related you right. know what i mean like so it was just different it was way smaller and just compact my house was right across the street from the school so i was just always doing school activities always sports but it was just all white girls i was always a black girl so i feel like they just expected more of me. Like, I had to try harder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I had to be a little smarter just because I'm the black girl. So they expect me to be dumb, ignorant. You know what I mean? Arrogant. They just expect me to be, like, super aggressive. Just, like, bad attitude. So I felt like I had to be, like, super nice, super pleasant. Just how, so I didn't get that title. How did you feel this? Like, what, what example did you feel like? Damn, they really think I'm going to show that I'm the angry black motherfucker right here. Um, Do you remember an exact, an exact time? 
I think that that was just my mindset in general because I was around mostly black people in Virginia. So we had these perceptions of white people just from like, you know, TV and hearing your parents talk. So I don't even think it was necessarily something that happened there. It was just, that was on my mind. Like, I don't want to be like that, you know, that ratchet black token friend, like that token black ratchet friend of mm -hmm. like a group of white people. That so was just like my mindset. So you wanted to be the clean cut. Uppity black girl. I just wanted to blend in, basically. I didn't. I didn't want to stand out. Mm. Now you said where you was from in Virginia. This is a black town, heavy black. So Norfolk is a big city, and it has the biggest naval base in the country there. Mm -hmm. So it's a mixture, but where I'm from, downtown area, I'm from the projects, I'm from the hood, but I wouldn't say that the whole city is just like a black city because it's definitely a mixture. It's probably low-key more white people than black people, but the black people are all in like one part of the city. Like, you know, mm -hmm. they cover like a big part of the city and yeah. then like the white people live on the outskirts. That's how they make in Charlotte, but... Shit, the white people gonna be uptown, the black people gonna be on the outskirts. Mm -hmm. That's yep. how it's setting That's up. That's how they trying to force it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit crazy. Yeah. So, how often do you use Tinder? <laughs> um, I just be scrolling, you know. Scrolling. <laughs> scrolling, swiping. And what made you, you know what I'm saying, accept my request? Oh my god. <laughs> from this 6'3", 220-pound frame of all-American muscle. Skinny ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what made you accept that? Um, you know, I mean, all you can base it off of is looks because, of course, you don't know a person online, so if they look attractive to you, then that's, that's what makes anybody... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You want to talk about Tinder so bad. Episode 2 of Me Blanc Amigos. All cap advertisements is going out this week too. Trident. The great taste that is good for your teeth. I say it just keep you getting some more ass and some more ass and some more ass. Magnum condoms. The gold standard. <laughs> Magnum ice cream. <laughs> Pleasure seekers. Vans off the wall. Tender. Get you some ass fast. And how can I forget? Twitter. Back to the show. You know, you know I swipe right on your shit. Because I'm fine. You my type. Oh. So, I think we should go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, make it a, you know, official couple. Ah. If you ready to cut your roster off, you feel me? Just gotta see what you bring to the table, man. <laughs> you just gotta see. No, How often do you uh, stay in contact with your men throughout the week? Um, or need to stay in contact with your men throughout the week? Well, I have a very busy schedule. Me too. I'm in school. And it's very demanding. I'm there 11 hours a day. And I have a job. And I intern at a hair salon. So I'm busy. And I can't really be on my phone like that with any of those. Like, my job's hands-on. 
and like of course school doing hair and makeup and shit so my phone don't be on me unless I'm on a break so you know a couple a couple times two three times yeah I yeah hell yeah I got I a don't question have time for like the texting all day yeah that's what I was going to ask in you. a couple hours sometimes but I was probably doing some hair you know right so you need to do y'all kick it it's all good it's been about a week or two. How often do you really expect him to hit you up all week? Because this is an issue that I really struggle with. Every day. Every day? Yep. Every fucking day. To yep. say what? <clears throat> um, Just checking on you. Make sure you're good. Hey, man, when you can. It don't got to be no what you doing. Like, don't W-Y-D me to death. Like, I don't need you to do that. But I need to know that... I ran across your mind every day. Goddamn. Like, yes, every day. Mm. That's, yeah. Like, that sound like a sore. That's <laughs> it is what it is. Because I just feel like no matter, because I just be thinking about my schedule, how busy I am, and it's like, I'm busy as shit, but I can set aside five minutes every couple hours or whatever to just be like, oh, hey, you good? I'm good, okay. Talk to you later. Mm. Just making sure you're not dead. You know what I mean? Like, that's a necessity. It's a requirement. Yeah. And you looking crazy over there right now. Smirking and shit. I mean, because it's where I struggle at. It's where I really struggle. Because I'm busy. And I understand that the man should initiate the conversation every day. But I'd be like, man, if you thinking about me, nigga, just hit me up. Because I ain't got no fucking texting conversation. I don't need a texting conversation. Like I said, I just need to, just making sure you're alive. Mm. Just making sure you're alive, man. True. Is there anything you want to ask me? Because you got that look in your eye. Why are you on Tinder? Who, me? Why can't you approach people, like, in real life? I do both. And I don't have time to fucking. Yeah. Yeah, what? No, I agree. I don't have time to fucking, fucking like, keep keeping up with the same person unless they're worth it. Does that answer your question? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Are you keeping up with society and culture out here? Like, are you seeing what's popping out here in the Twitter sphere and shit? Um, I had to get rid of Twitter because it was overwhelming me. But was you I, posting I know every day? Huh? You was posting every day and shit. Not even that. Just like seeing everything, and it's like I already have Facebook, I already have Instagram, I already have Snapchat. It's too many social media like websites. It was just too much. You one so of them much. people. Just reading things and getting overwhelmed by what be going on day to day. But like I keep up with shit, just not on Twitter. Twitter is the funniest fucking platform out there. You gonna find something you gonna laugh at every day new on Twitter. And that's why I fucks with Twitter. And I see a lot of y'all niggas leaving because y'all can't keep y'all clout on point. You better get your shit together because Twitter ain't going nowhere, my nigga.
I'm an old head when it comes. I'm fighting for Twitter. Twitter got to stay. Fuck that. Out of all these shits, I fucks with Twitter. So, did you put on any special patties tonight? I don't mean to be so abrasive, but... I got the granny panties on. Mm, my type. With the chastity lock. The oh. I got the belt on right now. Clank, clank. That's oh, what the say. <laughs> clank, clank, We're going to see how smooth I am. What time is it? I'll give her to 12 o'clock, y'all. He's bumpy. He's talking about smooth. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Would you rate my smoothness on the one to ten? Negative two. Oh. <laughs> That's where you throwing I my just swag. Said you, you bumpy. What's that mean, bumpy? Not smooth. Shit. <laughs> I'm the smoothest nigga out here. These niggas ain't fucking with me. So was you smart at school? Yes. What was your GPA? Three point eight. That's what I graduated with. I graduated with a cumulative one six. Yes. What you looking at me like that for? Chirp, 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 chirp. What that mean? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bird. Crickets. Oh shit. Oh, that's a cricket. Why? Why did you graduate with a 1.6? I look at it as an accomplishment when I break it down to you. Think this about guy. this. You go to sleep every day in high school, right? And all you do is get a 2.0 every fourth quarter just to play football. Think about it. Why the fuck does your GPA or you with your basis or your standards on your GPA has anything to do with football? Because if you get a 2.0... You want to get good grades just because good grades. Nah, I just wasn't applying myself. But when I look back, that's how I got my shit. And it tells me that I could do enough to get anything done. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a mediocre nigga. <laughs> Damn. My granny used to say, C's are mediocre. Anybody can make a C. Like, and a C is a 2.0. Mm -hmm. C average, if you're getting all C's, that's mediocre. If I was to go back to school, easily be an A student. Easily. I can respect that. That means you've grown, so. Easily. So, I already know. But I feel personally, I'm smarter than a lot of motherfuckers. Like, I feel like me and you got to sit in a room and answer certain type of questions. Without even knowing your intelligence, I feel like I'm going to get a higher score. I can dig it. In school, I mean, that's not like, you don't, that's not like the judge of like your smartness, your education. Like, I used to take my ass to sleep. Like, I used to take, themselves. hell yeah, I taught myself how to make beats and shit. Yeah, and, and some that. people are art people and not like book people. Hell yeah, I'm definitely art, fuck all that. But still, you need to know how to have an intelligent <laughs> conversation using the right... Fucking words and 
the right pretenses and shit, my oh, thing. Hey, Bill, I was, Girl, I was a TV Bill. dinner last night, you know? <laughs> TV you know, dinner. You know, how was the wife? How was the kids? I can talk that shit, but that, I don't want to no, talk that shit. That was just with an accent, a white person <laughs> accent. That was not saying anything educated. <laughs> well, I mean, if you apply the formula to the base and, you know, you divide up the equation, maybe you can get the math What's century. the subject of that? Shit. Exactly. Sound you like geometry or <laughs> algebra. You just saying stuff. But yeah. This has been a great episode with an amazing destiny. <laughs> the government does. Will we be getting a date too? Following marriage, following baby. <laughs> following. Everything else? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I don't get no answer. <laughs> Date, yeah, but all that other craziness you talking? No comprendo. We'll see him tell. Mm. Alright. <laughs> Before you get up out of here, I need to know how many relationships you've been in. Two. Two serious relationships. Yeah. And tell me one good thing and one bad thing you learned from each relationship. The first one, um, I really got to know myself. That's your good thing? Yeah. Okay. And the bad thing was... Throw it out there. I feel it. <laughs> I hear it. Throw it out there. The bad thing was I was angry. I was very, 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 very angry. And I was angry for a long time, like after. Yeah. And the second one, a good thing was it being long distance, so I didn't have to be in somebody's face every day, and there wasn't a lot of expectations physically. Y'all niggas was over the phone dating. Yeah. But we, no, we saw each other twice a month. Like, he was five hours away, but we we did it. But a bad thing was... <laughs> um, and you're like, you about to cry. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because there's so many things. So I'm trying to think of like, what's the like, something that made me really, it was a really bad thing. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he cheated and he broke my heart. Like, fuck that nigga. Like, mm -hmm. I should have cheated. Yeah, because usually when a nigga is trying to accuse you of a bunch of stuff, it's because they're doing it, so they scared that you're doing it, too. Well, shit, he fucked up. You my girlfriend now. Oh. <laughs> no comprendo. Whatever. We gonna make this happen <laughs> somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. But... Tune in next week, y'all. This has been a dope, dope episode. I've met a dope, dope person that I'm going to be spending a lot of time with mm -hmm. in the near future. So, tune in next week.
Holla at your boy. I'm out. Yay. Say peace. No. Say bye. Bye bye. From, See you later. From Destiny White. <laughs> peace. That was the Valentine's Day episode I plan on doing it bigger and better every year I'd like to thank my guest today The beautiful destiny from the folk You're gonna go far in life, I believe in you Follow my Twitter if you wanna find out about that 12 o'clock goal R-A-R-E-X-C-O-M-M-O-D-I-T-Y I'm out, y'all better not steal my beats either Yer.